0: Your ideal customer, also known in the marketing world as your target audience, are the people who find the most of value in your product or service. They buy from you the most frequently and more rapidly than someone outside of your target audience. Having an ideal customer in mind is critical to being efficient in your marketing efforts. But how do you even know who your ideal customer is? And when you do, what do you do with that information? welcome to Startup Marketing, the podcast created with female founders in mind. I'm Caitlin Pyatt, owner of Authentic Branding and Marketing, and I'm a marketing coach who teaches female startups how to brand, market, and grow their small businesses. I spent 10 years working in the corporate world before starting Authentic, and no matter where I'm working, I love branding and marketing. And now I'm here to break down my exact blueprint to starting a business, branding it, and marketing it for growth. Together, we can build something crazy successful. Let's get started. Hi, and welcome to episode three of Startup Marketing. Today, we're going to talk about your ideal customer, also known as your target audience in the marketing world. Your ideal customer is exactly what it sounds like. They're the people who you know your product or service is the best fit for. They will find the most value in your product or service. When you've got your story and your why down, and you're ready to start building your brand, having an ideal customer is important because it helps you narrow your focus. You cannot be all things to all people, so you're going to want to choose a group to focus on. It will also help you build key messages, which we'll get to in the next episode. Ideally, you'll be able to niche down as much as possible, For example, instead of focusing on just small businesses, I focus on women-owned small businesses. I have an even smaller niche that I can speak directly to called the mompreneur. Jury's still out on whether or not I actually like that term, but it's used to describe women who are moms that found businesses. So I guess that makes me a mompreneur too. The more you can niche down your audience, the easier it will be to speak to them and for them to relate to you. I can relate to the moms out there who want to start their own businesses because they want to be able to spend more time with their families, and they can relate to me. So they make a natural target audience for me. I also have an ideal customer who's a woman that's starting her own business, a little bit broader than the mompreneur, and an ideal customer of a woman who owns her own business already, but still needs a brand or wants to refine her brand, which is even broader still than the previous two ideal customers. When you have an ideal customer in mind, you can make your marketing efforts more effective and focused. I'll say it again. You cannot be all things to all people. Speaking directly to an ideal customer saves you money and increases your sales because they're the people who can and will buy the most rapidly from you. That also means your marketing efforts are less expensive and we all know that we feel really good about anything that helps us be the most efficient with our dollars. As a business owner, if you have a niche ideal customer in mind, it also makes your job a hundred times easier as you're building your business because you don't have to recreate your marketing and business materials for several different audiences. You can spend your time creating high quality sales and marketing materials specifically for those two or three ideal customers. Now, we're going to dive into some of the really technical details of what you do with your ideal customers. In the marketing world, you use your ideal customers to build these things we call personas. I don't know why, but I get super nerdy about personas. I mean, I'm super nerdy about marketing in general, but I find personas to be really interesting to create. And yes, I do realize at some point I have to stop telling you that today's topic is my favorite thing to do in marketing. Personas are simply fictional characters that represent two to three broad groups of ideal customers you've put together. Typically, you're going to have two to three ideal customers you serve. This gives you some flexibility within the framework of those customers. For example, if your ideal customer is someone who is 25 to 35 years old, you know everyone in that age group isn't exactly the same. So like I said, having two to three ideal customers within that age range gives you some flexibility. Our goal with personas is to help you understand your ideal customers' needs, experiences, behaviors, and goals. If you're just starting out, creating your personas is going to be a bit more of an educated guess than an exact science, but that's okay. If you already have customers, you'll be able to use historical sales data and other data to determine who your target audience is. We'll go through both. For those of you just starting out, take the time to go and talk to 15 to 20 of the people you think are ideal customers. This was advice that was given to me by my business coach when I was building Authentic and it helped me a ton. You'll learn a lot and likely gain the insights you need that either confirm or help you shift your ideal audience. Or if you're like me, you'll find that you're talking to the right people, but their needs are different than you anticipated. And you'll be able to shift your product or service offering as you work toward your launch to best serve them. For those of you who have a business or have customers already, you can use a lot of things to base your personas on. Take a look at the people who are currently buying from you. What do they have in common? If you have a website, use Google Analytics and Google Search Console, both free tools to see who visits your website, how often they access your website, where they live, and get some general demographic information about them. You also have access to talk to those customers. Send an email to them and ask them a little bit about themselves. Talk to them if you interact with them face-to-face. There's a lot of ways you can gather this information if you've Currently, got customers. Once you have the information on your ideal customer pulled together, you can start creating those personas. To build your personas, take those two to three ideal customers and thoroughly think about a handful of things like their age, their income, where they live, their hobbies, their challenges as it relates to your product or service, and how you can address those challenges, and objections they might have to purchasing your product or services, and how you'll overcome those objections. There's a lot to take in here, so you can download this list by visiting getauthenticbranding.com resources. Once you've gone through and documented these things about each of those two to three ideal customers, you've built your personas. Having these personas created means you can efficiently create really targeted messages for your ideal customers, because remember, you're not trying to be all things to all people. Your goal here is to be the right fit for the best person. Be super efficient with your marketing because you'll be able to better choose where to place advertising if that's something you do. You can also do things like send more efficient emails and tailor your product or service offerings. Knowing your ideal customer and creating personas is another building block to your brand. It's going to help you keep your product and service offerings manageable and scalable. It's also going to help you be really efficient when you're creating those marketing materials. For example, if you own a boutique, your personas will drive decisions like the types of products you choose to stock in your storefront. If you run a fitness program, you're going to be able to make better decisions about the types of workouts you want to offer and things like maybe how long they are. For me, my three personas, the mompreneur, the women startups, and the woman owned small businesses drive the type of content I put on this podcast and in my social channels. They also influenced my product offerings. When I first started building Authentic, I had this vision of being able to offer my marketing knowledge in the form of someone who did marketing for small businesses. But as I talked to women business owners, I quickly realized that idea was not scalable. The women I talked to definitely wanted someone to do that, but not at a price point that was realistic for me to take on that type of effort. Buried within those conversations, though, was this idea that they'd be more than happy to do their marketing themselves because they were used to sort of having to bootstrap things or um, take on tasks that were maybe outside of their comfort zone. But they just wish they had someone other than Google to teach them how to do it well. And they'd have no problem paying for something like that. Thus, the idea of becoming a marketing coach was born and how I shaped and changed my focus for Authentic. If today's episode feels a little bit like a combination of marketing and business, then it's really starting to make sense. Marketing and business should really go hand in hand because each one influences the other. So often business owners treat marketing and branding as something completely separate from the number side of their business. But as you can see, the business side of things greatly influences the marketing side, and vice versa. Good personas will be based on solid business research. So, your assignment today is to start doing the research. Identify those two to three ideal customers, use the tools and the resources that you have available to you, or seek out people who you think fit those ideal customers and start gathering the information you need so you can build your personas. Of course, I'm always an email or a DM way to help you. Together, we can build something crazy successful. So get in touch with me via my website, getauthenticbranding.com. And of course, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review my podcast to help other women like you find it. See you next time.